Welcome to the Variety Hour, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mind. I bet you come way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff. Welcome to Talk Money, and now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome to today's program. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Recently, I was sent an email from a friend quoting a former pastor of Bellevue Baptist Church, Dr. Adrian Rogers, and I found it to be particularly interesting, and I think you will also. Here's the quote. Mercy is sympathy with legs. It's the translation, don't just feel sorry for someone, but answer the call to care for them. My guest today is from Bellevue Baptist Church. He is the Minister of Missions, Dr. Ben Taylor. This weekend, the 24th and 25th of January is the 5th annual it's the 5th annual now listen, annual Mid-South Mission of Mercy, which is sponsored in cooperation with Bellevue and the Memphis Dental Society. This event is for underserved people living in Memphis and surrounding Mid-South area, and it's for families and individuals who don't have access to dental work and cannot afford dental insurance. Dental care for adults and children, and all the services are free of charge. You say, how can that be? Well, remember when I said mercy is sympathy with legs? This weekend, Mission of Mercy, Memphis Dental Society, and Bellevue Baptist Church. The thought, don't just feel sorry for someone, but answer the call to care for them. Here's a question. What is income protection? How can I specifically cover the loss of my income if I have an accident or I am not able to work due to an illness? An accident or an illness? Well, according to the Council of Disability Awareness, 90%, 90% of all disabilities are caused by illnesses, not accidents. My guests, Terry Hurt, CFP from Shoemaker Financial, and Tony Johnson from The Standard, they're going to answer the question, what is income protection? You do not want to miss it. They're coming up next. This is not a surprise to anyone. The Center of Disease Control says the heart disease in the U.S. is responsible for almost one of every four deaths. That's an annual number of 23%. Here's two thoughts from the Department of Labor. Inflation and working women in the workforce. First, inflation. As mentioned by the, as measured, that is, by the Consumer Price Index was up 2.3% for 2019. 2.3%. For the past decade, inflation was up just 1.8% per year, the lowest decade of inflation in the U.S. since the 1930s. By comparison, some of you will remember this, probably nobody in the studio here, the decade of the 70s suffered a 7.4% annual inflation rate. Greg, you don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Home mortgage rates, just too high back then to purchase a home. Here's another one. Working women for the last, no, this is for the first time since April the 2010, women make up the majority of the workforce. As of the end of 2019, there were approximately 76.25 million working women working full-time versus 76.14 million men. In the last 12 months, 1.5 million working women have secured a job versus 586,000 
men. Way to go, ladies. If you have questions for the Talk Money, send them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. To define today's program on podcast or past programs, go to iTunes and search for Shoemaker Financial. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Coming up, Dr. Ben Taylor, Mission of Mercy, Memphis Dental Society, and Bellevue Baptist Church working together, providing free dental care to Memphis and the Mid-South. That's in the second half of the program. You don't want to miss it. You're going to want to find out what's actually going on. But coming up, Terry Hurt and Tony Johnson. What is income protection and why? Is it important? You're listening to The Voice, KWAM 990, FM 107.9. This is Talk Money, and I'm Jim Shoemaker. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Podcasts of Talk Money are available in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with more Talk Money after this. Jim Shoemaker and Terry Hurt are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Security and Financial Services, Inc. Securities dealer, member FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Well, you know, I was talking earlier about really the, you know, the whole idea behind disability and the problem that we have and the, dinner, the you know, the, the thought that, that, you know, we have this problem. And there's a couple of statistics that I've got to share with you that just kind of take me back that we don't realize this. But, it, you know, approximately 90 percent of disabilities are caused by illnesses, not accidents. I told you that earlier in the, in, during the monologue, and I'm just going through that process of mindset, you know. That's why we have these huge hospitals. That's why people, you know, you don't think about it. Then one in four people die of a heart attack. All those problems and face that we deal with. And yet I have two guests today that are going to try to help us understand the question, what is income protection and why is it so important? Well, my guest, Terry Hurt, CFP with Shoemaker Financial, and Tawny Johnson with uh, The Standard. She's a sales representative with The Standard uh, Insurance Company. And uh, welcome to the program, guys. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. All right. Let's start with you, Terry, because I really feel like that sometimes when I talk about income protection, I, I need you to give me kind of that mindset of, of the thought process as a financial planner, as a certified financial planner, and you're dealing with clients all the time. Why is it important, and what do you talk about when you say you need income protection? Well, in particular, if you have a single-income family that relies on that income to sustain them, to carry out their financial goals, it's critically important to protect that income. A lot of individuals don't understand the difference between disability insurance and life insurance. But life insurance really is only good if you're dead. So if you sustain a disability and your income comes to a screeching halt, your family's in trouble. You know, you think about that. Obviously, everybody said, well, I know some point in time out in the future, you know, okay, you know, the, the statistics say death is, you know, pretty one for one, okay, everybody. But there's so much about this idea around disability. It's not going to happen to me. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I know people think that way. It's not, it's not, that's not a bad way to think. You want to think positive. You want to be encouraging. But Tony, there is some reality. There is like one out of four 20 year olds will become disabled before they retire. You gave me that statistic. And I mean, that's amazing. That's again, from of course, the Council on Disability Awareness and one out of four 20 year olds. I mean, this is, talk about that for me. So my past occupation prior to uh, working as a sales representative for The Standard, I was a nurse. And so I spent several years caring for patients. And a lot of those patients were 30 and under. 
I was also an EMT, and I saw firsthand how people's lives literally changed overnight, and they didn't have that protection, that protection in covering their income when they had a loss of income from being away from work. Uh, so it's it's just staggering. It is staggering. That's amazing. I mean, think about it. You're suddenly unable to work. you got no income coming in. You quickly exhaust your savings. All that's going on. And then, then all of a sudden, you begin to say, okay, I've lost. The, fam- the family begins to be affected. I mean, I can't imagine. I've had, you know, a bout with cancer. I've had a bout with tuberculosis. So I understand those problems as a young person. I mean, I had tuberculosis as a 24-year-old. So I remember in a, on a respirator and they treating me for something and then finding it. Just, I remember those things, but I'm thinking that happens. That didn't happen to me. That's been a long time ago, so I must not remember it correctly. You know how you kind of push that that thought process away, but I can remember at the time I was in the military, I was thinking, you know, at some point in time, I fortunately had the military income, but at some point in time, I was going to know I was going to get as medically boarded out because, if, and I did, it didn't, but fortunately, because they treated me. But my point is, at some point in time, everything that you've got saved up yeah. is gone. It's gone. And, and it goes fast. It goes fast, yeah. So what I what I ask clients to do is just imagine, you know, you leave my office and the following day, one of you sustains a disability. What does life look like then? And are you comfortable with what it's going to look like if that were to happen? And so let's talk about income. Let's talk about your savings. How long do you think that would last? I had it put to me one time that I thought was very important that, you know, all of a sudden take your paycheck and not cash it, don't spend it, but put it aside and just put it in the drawer every day. How long can you live without cashing your paycheck? That's a long, you know, that's a sobering It's thought. sobering. It's, it's sobering. a very sobering thought. Every seven seconds, someone in the United States suffers an illness, injury, or accident that will keep them out of work for more than a month. Tony, that's a... That, that's a just a cloud hanging over their head every seven seconds. How do you help people understand that? Now, being a nurse, I can see you saw it, you, you experienced it. But how do you help people understand the importance from a planning standpoint? Terry, I'm going to ask you the same question. But but reality, Tony, you're looking at it from the desperate need, and people just by nature say it's not going to happen to me. Yeah, and I think, too, that um, people don't realize their biggest asset is not their home, it's not their car, it's their ability to earn an income and protect that income. And so when you imagine you are suddenly out of work, you no longer have a paycheck coming in, who's going to cover your kids' college expenses and your house payment and your car payment, all of those things that you don't think about prior to something happening? Um, That brings me to one other comment. Um, People often say, oh, I have a great group long-term disability program with work. Well, a lot of them really don't know what that program does and how much income it doesn't replace. So one of the things to really look at is if you're offered any group benefits through work, to look at what that replacement of income looks like and really um, think about uh, actually going out and purchasing additional income protection. All right, that, that was going to talk about that. You talk about a person that you're employed, you're, you're in the workforce, you're employed by a company. So you're saying one of the first things to do is see what you do have. If you have coverage, what is it that you're, you're actually covered for and for how long? And think, a lot of questions there, Terry. Lots of questions. And so what, what most people don't realize is the devil is in the details. And so 
The they, fine print. The fine word. print. So, yes, you have group disability insurance coverage, but a lot of the group plans are capped at a specific number. So, for example, $5,000 a month. Well, if you're on commission, you know, you have to consider whether your group disability coverage covers only your salary or if it also covers your commission. And if it doesn't, then your family is going to be strapped for cash living on a minimal disability income replacement plan through your group disability coverage. I think that's so. So first of all, when you say the details and and them, but 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 now, guys, come on, help me out there. A lot of people they're working. Mm-hmm. Um, they go and they ask and they try to dig into it. They ask their HR person to explain it to them. But I, I have to say this: I, I hear a lot of people who just don't fully understand. I mean, they don't know the questions asked. Tony, you were talking about some of those questions, asking some of those. Give me some insight. You know what I'm talking about? Just the the mindset. When you think about 50% of Americans say that they would have to draw from their savings and investments to pay their bills if they couldn't work, but they think they've got this disability coverage at work, but maybe the details is not what they thought. What are the questions they ask? So, for instance, I have a a group plan with my employer. So one of the first things I did when I became employed was – I asked for the plan provisions. I looked at what that definition of disability was. If I could not work, I asked what the percentage of the income would be for my replacement. And the max cap is important because you can look at that and say, okay, my employer is saying they're going to cover 60% to a max cap of, let's say, $5,000 if I were out on claim for longer than 90 days. And then you look at that and say, wow, that would not even begin to cover the expenses that I have to run my home, to pay for my kids. And so then you look at your income and say, man, I could go out and purchase another policy in addition to that long-term disability policy to cover and replace even more of my income. So it's important to find out what you have and to really look at that information, take a copy of it, file it in a file, go to your financial planner and see about protecting as much of your income as you can. You know, I know that there's a statistic and I am sorry, I can't give you the details of it. And so I'm going to be careful, but I know that a lot of times people, you know, you talked about death and you have a mortgage insurance that if you die, the mortgage is paid. People forget that that mortgage is going to continue to be required to be paid if you're not working and we don't have mortgage disability insurance. And I know that more mortgages are foreclosed on because of disability. Either one of you know that statistic, you know, right off the top of your head. I mean, I'm just... Uh, I know that's a problem, and I know that's an issue that people forget. That mortgage payment we're talking about hyper interest rates back in the '70s and high, you know, high inflation. Well, the problem is if you're disabled, that rate, that mortgage, it's still got to be paid. And I, you know, I don't know a bank that comes in and says, "Oh, sorry, Mr. Smith, you know, this is we're just going to let you go without paying the rate." They're going to eventually have to foreclose because they're required to. That's a problem for people, and that's an issue for that. So you're saying, first of all, Tony, I want to make sure I get this right. Number one, check into the details. Terry, you said check into the details. Know what the cap is on my employer coverage. What about the fact, is it a point in time that that coverage could ever go away, or do you if it's long-term, or do you know the difference between short and long-term, I guess? Yeah, and that's a really good point. Another thing, too, is one thing to remember with group plans with your employer they will either take you or they won't. 
So if you have maybe a past illness um, that they're concerned about, they they have the ability to not offer you that coverage where an individual income protection plan can modify coverage even if you've had a past illness or a cancer and still provide you income protection. So really look at what that plan is like, if they have any exclusions, and is there a possibility that you won't be offered the coverage. Um, Group plans are not portable. So if you leave your employer, that group plan, that income protection does not go with you. Some plans are also voluntary where you can pay them. Your employer's not paying for that coverage. So it's important to know that as well. That's a great, great point. Terry, what about it with a client when you're talking to them? Let's say that they find out that they moved to another employer. They're not covered. And they find out that they need to get coverage. So they, they're they're really wanting to say, okay, it's not provided by my employer, but you want to purchase something. Now you're talking about how much, what kind, what's the definition? I mean, there's a lot of thoughts you've got to go into just before you say, I need a disability policy. Oh, there's a lot to consider. So, for example, a lot of policies, even private policies, may not cover your own occupation. And so you might not be able to perform the role that you played in your current job, but you could go back to work and do something else, in which case you'll fall off claim and they'll stop paying you benefits. So that's because you're back to earning an income, even though you're not earning the income you were because you're not in that profession, whatever it was. And again, that's so critical if you use your hands and you can't use your hands. I know that's an issue. I mean, I have a dentist today that uh, a very good friend of mine, and he's been on disability claim for 30 years. And he, he was a very successful practicing dentistry and doing a great job in North Mississippi, end up with carpal tunnel and could not do the duty. I mean, he could not practice. Now, he is healthy, but he cannot do his profession and we're still paying him disability and we should be paying because he had an opportunity to make the income of a dentist and that process has been taken away from him so that's important that they know that is what you're saying yeah it's it's very important that you protect your occupation so that you can still continue to recoup a benefit that's similar to your income earning potential in that profession the other thing to consider is that group disability insurance is typically paid for by your employer And if your employer pays for the benefit, even though they're covering 60% of your income, that income when you receive it, if you were to go on claim, is taxable. Uh So now you've reduced your benefit that you're receiving to about 40 to 45%, depending on what your tax rate is. And now you have an even bigger income gap. I got it. So you need to take that into consideration when when you're over, you know, doing an overarching look at your own, what you're trying to provide yourself for disability. Correct. So if it's dual income family, dual income family, Tony, should they both have disability or just the higher income earner? I would say both. And I would also look, though, at uh, the different insurance companies and what their provisions offer. There is one company out there that offers a benefit that if the policyholder has to lose time at work for caring for a loved one, they actually have a uh, recovery of benefits in there and income replacement 
for the time that you have to take away caring for that loved one. And it is noted um, in statistics out there that the majority of the caregivers in a home are the females. And so a lot of females want to look for a plan that would protect their income, even if they had to care for a loved one. Um, I still think I was a single parent for years. One of the first things I did was purchase an income protection policy that had a survivor benefit in it. So if anything ever happened to me, that income replacement would go to my child. That's great. That's a great point. I mean, and I just mentioned in the monologue that the working women for the first time since April of 2010 yes. make up the majority of the workforce yes. today. And that's a probably where yes. you're looking at, you know, it hasn't occurred to the lady that says, oh, I should have that too. And that's a problem if yes. they end up saying, I'm combining both incomes, we're living and all those things. And all of a sudden the husband has a problem yes. and she says, well, I need to take care of him. Now she, she loses her job. That's a big deal. Yes. That's a planning problem, Terry. It's a big planning problem. And I think most people... Uh, view disability events as being a catastrophic event. I personally had a disability claim for 30 months due to a pregnancy. So I had three perfect pregnancies, fourth one in bed for seven months till delivery. Delivery got botched up by physicians, ended up on disability for another 24 months past that. But I collected my full income. Full income as a result. So disability worked. All right, I got the question before we have to let you guys go, but the reality is, help me with this, got to file a claim. Tony, help me. What do I, how hard is that? I mean, you hear the person says, oh, I filed a claim, the insurance denied my claim. Tell us what the steps you should take. So I always tell people, if you think that you are in a situation where you're going to be away from work, start the claims process immediately. Your financial planner can be involved through the process all the way. They can um, sign a third-party disclaimer. They can um, talk on your behalf with the carrier. All carriers allow that. But the moment that you think that you are going to be out of work more than 90 days or even less, start the claims process, get the ball rolling, and that way there's not a lapse in the time that you're without any replacement. So make sure this take be proactive yes. with it, okay, yes. and and get somebody to help you. Yes. That's the planner from yes. that standpoint. Yes. Summarize for me, Terry. What are you going to say to the person listening today about disability income protection? Is what we're talking about income protection. And when you said earlier, we talked about this idea that approximately ninety percent of disabilities are caused by illnesses, not accidents. Everybody thinks it's an accident that causes it, but it's not. How do you summarize that to our listening audience? Well, what I'd like our listening audience to do is find out if you have disability income protection. And if you do uh, and you have questions, uh, you're free to call us to help you walk through that. Uh, If you don't understand your benefit, work with your group benefit provider. If you don't have income protection, uh, A good starting point would be to talk to a financial planner to try to get that put in place for your family as soon as possible. All right. Well, I want to make sure everybody knows that your telephone number, if you'd like to talk to Terry, is 757-5757. And, Tony, I'm not going to give out your number, but I guess I could, you know, (laughs) if if I could find it. That's my problem. (laughs) I got so many pieces of paper in front of me, and I can't find your telephone. What's your telephone number if they wanted to call you? It's 503 Eight five eight two zero six seven. And what did I do with your phone number? You know, That's come okay. on, guys, uh, help me out here. 
Thank you so much. You know what? I think you've provided us with some great information. The bottom line is disability income protection is critical. Very important. And when we come back next time, guys, I want you to dive into just the bigger step of a plan. How do you put the plan together to protect yourself? Thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right. Coming up when we come back, mercy is sympathy with legs. Translation, don't just feel sorry for someone, but answer the call to care for them. My guest, Bellevue Baptist Church. He's from Bellevue Baptist Church. He's the Minister of Missions, Dr. Ben Taylor. He'll be with us when we come back. I'm Jim Shoemaker, and this is Talk Money. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Neither Shoemaker Financial nor Secure and Financial Services are affiliated with Ben Taylor, Mid-South Mission of Mercy, Tawani Johnson, or The Standard. The views and opinions expressed are those of Ben Taylor and Tawani Johnson only and have not been presented on behalf of or endorsed by Secure and Financial Services, Inc. or Shoemaker Financial. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Welcome back. I have a very special guest in the studio with me now, Mid-South Mission of Mercy. He is from Bellevue Baptist Church. He is in charge of uh, Bellevue Loves Memphis, and he's the new missions pastor, Dr. Ben Taylor, or Ben Taylor, as he says. And, uh, you know, welcome to the program, sir. Glad to be here, Jim. Thank you, know, you for having me. I appreciate what you do. You're a busy, busy guy. Yes, we stay busy, <laughs> it's, but it's for good things. Right, it is. <laughs> Bellevue Loves Memphis, you've been in charge of that, and that's been mm-hmm. a great impact to the city. Absolutely. But this mission of mercy, as I said in the monologue, you know, this is a quote from Dr. Rogers, and you saw the email. Mm-hmm. I think you were only yes. actually on the mm-hmm. email, too. It says that uh, he said it, you know, the thought was mercy is sympathy with legs. Don't just feel sorry for someone, but answer the call Mm -hmm. to care for them. Right. Perfect for what you're doing with the mission of mercy. And I I like the way that the term mercy is sympathy with legs. Well, for our listening audience, Mm -hmm. I want to get it from the mouth. The guy that's running the the big part of it, along with the Mm -hmm. Memphis Dental Society. What is the Memphis mission of mercy? So the Mid-South Mission of Mercy is really just a a Memphis event uh, that is sponsored by the Memphis Dental Society, hosted at Bellevue. Uh, And uh, what what you really see is Memphis coming together and really making a difference in meeting the needs of our community. It's a two-day dental clinic. Uh, And in in those two days, we will see uh, approximately 2,000 patients. And we will provide free dental care for everybody that walks through our doors. Free dental Mm -hmm. care. I mean, it's uh, that's and I, you know, I kind of there and I get to experience it. And it's like, you know, it's an overwhelming thing mm-hmm. for the for the average person to walk in. You just I mean, you go, oh, my goodness, look at how many dental chairs, how many dentists, a lot of volunteers. Right. About sixteen hundred volunteers to take to make it happen. It doesn't just, mm-hmm. you know, flick. You guys start the the day this one finishes. You start planning the next one. That's next exactly year. right. Yeah. Fundraising, planning, all of that starts. It really never ends. And that's amazing. And mm-hmm. it's happening. It's such an impact because mm-hmm. I've seen the smiles of people that mm-hmm. come out. I've seen people come out and say, I don't have any more pain. Right. They get their teeth checked. They get. Yeah. I mean, it's a full dental clinic. Yeah. This is not just, uh, let's just touch you a little bit. This is right. actually pulling teeth if they need to be, right. putting you know new new teeth in if yeah. they need to be. Yeah, it's, it's really an, an awesome opportunity to see how the impact of 
uh, good oral hygiene makes a difference in a person's life yeah. uh, because it, it can influence their their self-worth, their value, their higher ability on the job. Uh, and really, in many ways, there's just self-confidence. And so it creates an opportunity for individuals that have a need to come and have that need met free of charge. There's no qualifications. You don't have to, to do anything. If you're willing to be one of the first thousand each day, uh, you can have an opportunity to be seen. And what we try to do is we try to meet your greatest need. Uh, and again, depending on the procedure that you need, we're not able to, to, there's only a certain amount of procedures we can do in the given time that we have. Uh, and so if you want to be guaranteed a, a, um, procedure, it's best to get there early. Early. And yes. that means get in line. I mean, yeah, get in line. The doors line. actually open when? 6 a.m. each morning. Each morning. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of the volunteers mm-hmm. there early. Mm-hmm. My my wife, Linda, she works in the pediatrics area mm-hmm. with a lot of the kids and parents. Yeah. If you bring your child, you got to stay with your child. Yeah. You can't drop him off or her right. off, and you can't. Mm-hmm. You go get something done, you've got to stay with the yeah. child. On that, it's just real important for individuals that may be wanting to come and bring their children. We need two guards. Guardians. Uh, we want two guardians with that child so that the, uh, each guardian could have an opportunity to have a procedure done as that child. We never want that child to be alone without a guardian. Without a guardian. So, how did this event get started? I mean, you know, this is a big event. Mm-hmm. And how did it get started? One of a member of our church, Dr. Chuck Wood, uh, he uh, has been involved with Mission of Mercy in Arkansas probably for close to 15, 18 years now. Uh, and he is a member of our church, and he came and talked to, to one of our dentists who helps lead up our Christian Mobile Dental Clinic. And what uh, he just said, we need to have Mission of Mercy at Bellevue. Uh, and it took about probably six to eight months or more to convince uh, uh, us to do it. Uh, but it was an awesome opportunity to say, t- we have these facilities. How can we utilize these facilities to really make a kingdom impact, to meet physical needs of our community, but also have that opportunity to really uh, meet those spiritual needs where we can pour into them spiritually and also meet that physical need. And that's exactly what Jesus did. And we feel like that when we're doing that, we're being the church, well, meeting those needs. You're right involved, you know, the walk of the talk match. Right. And you're doing right. exactly that. The, and that's a part. And I have had the experience of seeing when they put the front teeth in someone's mouth mm-hmm. that they've rebuilt. I mean, mm-hmm. literally from scratch. I mean, from right. the pulling of teeth or whatever. And the smile you were talking about, right. that self-esteem, that, that fact that the confidence is there. Yeah. I've also seen... Grown men and women, you know, weeping mm-hmm. together and hugging yeah. together because of the ministry yeah. that's taken place as sure. a result of just seeing somebody's life change Absolutely. physically, but also we've had seen people change spiritually, and that's critical. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. When you talk about volunteers, you said 1,600 volunteers. Yes, mm-hmm. Now, I know that that includes dentist mm-hmm. volunteering, uh, oral hygienist, other mm-hmm. medical professionals. Mm-hmm. But you said the volunteer, also the the ground people. I'm mm-hmm. a ground person. Sure. I'm out there in the middle, yeah. you know, making, you know, helping patients find their way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, kind of the the boots on the street. You know what right. I'm talking about? Right. Talk about that part. I mean, because so many people yeah. think, well, okay, they got to have dentist. I'm not a dentist. Right. I'm not a hygienist. Sure. How can I help? Yeah. So you would register in what we call the general volunteer section. And general volunteer is one of the largest sections is what we call patient hospitality. Uh, We make sure that our patients know exactly where they're going. So patient uh, uh, 
patient uh, hospitality volunteers. They will guide patients from place to place. They will help feed the patients breakfast and lunch. Uh, and they will also just be there to help with any kind of spiritual counseling uh, that they might be available to just pray with them. Is there a screening process for that? I mean, or do I need to be screened or can I just go online and volunteer and mm-hmm. then uh, report for duties? Yep. Yeah. Go online, register to volunteer, and you'll get all the information that you need to show up uh, at your specific volunteer time. So there's always a need. When you talk about feeding this many people, going mm-hmm. through that process, there, there's just mm-hmm. a need. Now, you have shifts. You don't have right. to come and stay from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can come in and work a four-hour shift or something? Right, right. yep. Our first shift normally starts in and, in and around 5 a.m., uh, and that goes to about 11 a.m., uh, and uh, from 11 till about 4. So it's a four- to five-hour shift, just depending on how we're going uh, with those. Uh, I have experience those... in that all-day shift, too, sometimes. Yes. Now, uh, but I also yeah. want to remind everybody that if you're interested, this is a great opportunity to show that mercy, to show that kindness, and I think this is so important. But now I think it's important that everybody knows. As I said, this is the volunteer group that I fit into. You're right. a, you're not a chief here. Right. You're a good Indian, and right. you do you follow kind of where we're told to go mm-hmm. and what to do. Ben, you do this, and you do it so effectively. And there's so many things going on about it. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. not happening because. Somebody said, okay, guys, there's construction going on as we speak. Right, right. So we we basically started our initial setup last Wednesday by bringing in all the electrical things. And so starting Thursday, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., we have a volunteer shift coming in that will set up the entire uh, clinic tomorrow in uh, our gyms. And uh, we will set up over 200 dental chairs uh, and all the electricity electricity and plumbing that has to take place. Uh, And it, it really is an event that you uses the majority of our church. Wow, this is so important. If you just mm-hmm. tuned in, my guest today is Ben Taylor. He is the minister of missions at Bellevue Baptist Church. He, uh, he's the guy that if you've ever been participated or been a recipient of Bellevue Loves Memphis, this is the guy that oversees that. And uh, we're talking about Mid-South Mission of Mercy. It's a cooperative effort between Bellevue Baptist Church, which is the facility, mm-hmm. and the Memphis and Mid-South uh, Dental Society. Right. And that's such a critical... Yeah, and event. churches all over Memphis. This is The only yeah, reason it, it's at Bellevue is because we have the facilities, facility. but churches from all over Memphis are coming together to love on our city. I'm in, I've been very impressed. The fall, I mean, last year I worked you know, next to a person that was from... Uh, East Tennessee that mm-hmm. had driven you know down because their their lab that was there was working in the lab and mm-hmm. so they were there and I mean, I mean they said man this is phenomenal and the, yeah. so let's point East Tennessee Memphis. What other cities around the Mid-South? Yeah. That We've had dentists come as far from Texas to serve. Uh, we have Mississippi, Arkansas, uh, Memphis dentists, uh, and really from all over the state. They come and they'll they'll um, be a part of just this opportunity where they're able to love on the community. And it's a great way for individuals to use their skills to meet a need. A lot of times when we talk about ministry, we think about pastors and preachers and folks that are professionals in that arena. Well, this is a way that you can use your skills, even if it's if you think that it, all I can do is guide somebody to one place or another. That's a skill that we need. And so you can use your skill to make a difference in our community. And Whether it's the electrician that's doing the work exactly tomorrow, right. which we happen, I know a couple of the electricians that are yep. putting all that together, mm-hmm. to the person helping in the cleanup at the that's end, exactly because right. it's a lot of cleanup that that's has right. to take place. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things going on. 
Where does this equipment come from? You said 200 dental chairs. That's a lot of yeah, dental so, chairs. So uh, each year, the Memphis Dental Society raises uh, close to $200,000, and a part of that cost uh, goes towards uh, renting all that equipment. It comes from America's Dentist Cares Foundation. Uh, it's an organization that's based out of Kansas, uh, and uh, basically they have a 53-foot tractor trailer that uh, it goes all over the country. Uh, we happen to be the only Mission of Mercy uh, in uh, Tennessee. There was a smaller one in Jackson last year, but uh, this is uh, just one of those opportunities where it goes all over, and that foundation really makes a difference. When you talk about this, and you talk about 200 dental chairs, tell me really, just give us an example of what took place, say last year. I know mm-hmm. this is the fifth year, I believe. Mm-hmm. How much? How much dental care, I mean, you know, just give me an idea. Sure. So we will see approximately 2,000 patients, um, and that the, that will represent over $1 million worth of free dentistry. Um, everything from root canals to extractions and everything in between. And so when those dentists, they're coming and they're donating that money, they call it production in the dental world. It's over $1 million worth of production. I didn't know we did. You know, somebody asked me, "Do you do root canals?" And I didn't realize we did root no. canals. That's and there's some procedures again that are limited based on the speciality on how many we can do. Okay. And so, if you know you have one of those needs, the earlier you're in the line, the better. All right, let's let's help people understand. Mm-hmm. Earlier you're in line, the better. Mm-hmm. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I've you know walked down and handed coffee mm-hmm. out to those that are. So. If you're going to go, I mean, literally, when do people start lining up? Uh, Normally, we will have individuals line up 7 to 8 p.m. on Thursday. Thursday Mm -hmm. night. On Thursday night. And spend the night. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Mm -hmm. It is. So, but this is, I mean, it's one of those things where if you want to be assured of being Mm -hmm. in line, Mm You know, because there is a cutoff, right? right. I mean, you a, a thousand a day. Chuck goes mm-hmm. down the list, or mm-hmm. somebody helps him, mm-hmm. and they go through there and said, "You're going to see a thousand a day." Mm-hmm. And so that's important for people to understand. Sure. It's not going to happen if you just show up at nine o'clock and say, right. "Hey, I want to be seen." Yeah, normally all of our wristbands are given away by the time the doors open at six a.m. By the time the doors open at six. So that's mm-hmm. important for people mm-hmm. to know. This is we're talking about the Mid South Mission of Mercy. Children are treated. Yes. But you said they have to have two, two guardians. Two guardians. Mm-hmm. What what age child? Uh, we will have pediatric dentists from all over, some of the best pediatric dentists uh, in uh, in our community. They're going to be there, so they're able to see uh, any any child that's old enough to be to go to the dentist will be able to be seen. So bottom line is they have teeth. If, if they got <laughs> if they got teeth, they can be seen. You know, I think it's important again. This is a cooperative effort. Effort. Mm-hmm. Bellevue happens to have the facility. They right. have big four big gyms, and mm-hmm. you know you get processed. You come in. You may get your teeth, your mm-hmm. mouth deadened in the area that mm-hmm. you know. That's it's been some some procedure. There's X-rays being taken. Right. You don't just. Right. It's all. It, you got X-ray machine. Mm-hmm. It's because the facility is available at Bellevue. Mm-hmm. It's not because Bellevue's doing it. It's in cooper- right. cooperation with Memphis and Mid-South Dental Society. Right. So a lot of dentists mm-hmm. and a lot of people doing this. The chairs yeah. are coming from the association of mm-hmm. the you know, big not-for-profit organization. Right. So this is, this is a lot of people mm-hmm. working together. Right. 
in order to provide that mercy right. of taking care of people. I think that's a huge story. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's important, I think, for us to understand the value that the dentists are putting into this. Uh, they not only do the work, but they invest heavily with their money. Uh, we, you will have some of the best um, dentists in the country at this event. And we're just excited to partner with Memphis Dental Society and all that they do to make this happen. Uh, and I just think we, a big shout out needs to go to them and all the people that make this happen. Well, I think if you just tuned in again, I am privileged to have uh, Ben Taylor with me. He's the ministry. You know him from basically been on the program before. We've talked about Bellevue Loves Memphis. This is the fifth time we talked about the mm-hmm. mission of mercy at Bellevue Church. And the bottom line is that's a great cooperative effort. And um, when we come back, we're going to find out that this is not free. Mm -hmm. You know, it costs money to put all this together. And so there's donations. And where does the money come from? I want want you Mm -hmm. to help us with that. And again, the value that's uh, so, so important Mm -hmm. and really what takes place on this two-day period. And that's so important. If you just tuned in, of course, I am talking with Ben Taylor, the Minister of Missions at Bellevue Baptist Church. We're talking about Mid-South Mission of Mercy. The dates, January the 24th and 25th. That's Friday and Saturday this week. Bottom line is, if you want to be seen by a professional dentist, not somebody that's thinking about it, this is the, they're into it, you want to absolutely be able to get in line. Ben says you got to do it sometime on Thursday night. Don't forget that. We'll be back in just a minute. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. Podcasts for Talk Money are available for iOS mobile devices in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information is not investment advice or a recommendation. The S&P is an unmanaged index of 500 large cap stocks. Investors cannot invest in an index. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Well, I'm talking with uh, Ben Taylor. This We're talking about the fifth annual Mid-South Mission of Mercy, and it's going to be held at Bellevue Baptist Church January the 25th and 26th. That's Friday and Saturday of this week. And if you're interested, you need to, if you want to be a volunteer, just go online to bellevuebaptist.org, and you can look for this Mission of Mercy or Mid-Mom. You might do it that way. And just simply fill out what you got to, and you just show up. When you say you want to be a volunteer, they're looking for volunteers all the time because it takes about 1,600, 1,700, yes, uh-huh. something like that, Ben. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a bunch of folks. And it's it a lot of things. Mm-hmm. This is a huge event. It is. And it's exciting because you see so many people that desperately need that care, mm-hmm. and they're being effectively dealt with by professionals not, I mean, this is so important for people to understand. This is not a dental clinic that you wouldn't, you, you say, well, maybe I'm not going to get the quality care. Mm-hmm. This is the the Memphis, Memphis Society of Dentists, mm-hmm. and they're coming from all over the United States to be a part of this. Sure. That's a huge deal. Yeah. So let me ask you this. With that in mind, it's a free two-day dental clinic for the underserved, the underinsured, living in the Memphis and surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. But if you've got somebody coming from that someplace else, as long yep. as they get in line, yep. there's no the qualification. There's no qualification. There's no financial deal. I mean, you know, whatever you get in line, you get you get a wristband. Mm-hmm. You're going to get seen. Yep. But since 2016, I said it was mm-hmm. the fifth year mm-hmm. since 2016. What's been provided? We've provided um, right at uh, over $4.5 million worth of free dentistry to close to 8,000 um, individuals uh, over that uh, over that five-year period. 
I, I said this earlier in the monologue. I've said it a couple of times. Dr. Adrian Rogers, former pastor of Bellevue Baptist Church, said this statement. He said, mercy is sympathy with legs. And then he translates it. He says, don't just feel sorry for someone, but answer the call to care mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, yeah you, ha- you, have, you, you see a need, and you're willing to do something to help meet that need. We walk by needs all day long, and we recognize them, but very, very few times do we actually do something about it. This is one of those opportunities where we see the impact that dental care and dental hygiene has on an individual's life. And when they have poor hygiene in that area, it can affect them in many ways. And it's not just with cavities and having to have teeth pulled. It it has heart disease and all kinds of other things. And so it creates an opportunity to to meet that need for somebody that would not be able to do that themselves. So critical. Mm -hmm. I know you've been doing Bellevue Loves Memphis for, I guess, 10 years. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Talk about that for a second. This is a huge, I mean, again, this is a church-oriented thing that the church reaches out, but now we've got other churches cooperating. Mm -hmm. And now we have... You know, that not just Bellevue, but Memphis. I mean, this whole idea right. of one time a year. Talk about that. Sure. So Bellevue Loves Memphis started around 2008 out of the heart of our pastor to say, you know what, um, we are going to love our city and we're going to run into it and do whatever we can to help meet the needs uh, of our city. And really what it just boils down to is we walk through and, and we work with partners in our city that are trying to make a difference. And we try to come alongside them and be a good partners and help meet the needs that, uh, that they're trying to reach in their community. Uh, it's a project-based ministry in many ways where we're doing community projects with partners all across the, across the city to help really uh, fuel their vision for what they're trying to do in their part of the city. And it's also volunteer-led mm-hmm. and volunteer is the ones, I mean, I've laid sod on softball fields, baseball right. fields at schools. Mm-hmm. We've painted windows, mm-hmm. I mean, not windows, painted around windows, yeah, right. and painted walls. Yeah. I did paint around those windows, by yes, the way. Yeah. I had a, had a coach. She's called Linda. She's looking yeah. right over my shoulder. Don't paint the window. I got yeah. it. I got yeah. it. But that's it. That's volunteers yeah. moving through our city, mm-hmm. touching people that uh, need yeah. to be touched. Again, yeah. Again, meeting that physical need to have an opportunity to share about the spiritual need that every person has. Well, let me just ask the question about Mid-South Mission of Mercy. What does it cost? And it costs right around $200,000 a year to put it on. And so uh, the the dentist they work tirelessly to help raise that money. Uh, this is funded by the Memphis Dental Society. Personal dentists put close to fifty to seventy thousand dollars of their own money to make this happen. We go to foundations, we go to individuals, we we try to, to and even volunteers and even patients have donated. Uh, you can go on our website midsouthmissionofmercy.org and donate today uh, just to help make this on. Every every gift counts uh, because even if you think about a 10 to $50 gift, you're helping buy a small portion of supplies. And the point is, every dollar goes right to Mission of Mercy. Exactly this is right. not, to, you know, some dollar to control, you know, mm-hmm. for somebody, executive director. No. Every dollar goes to the ground to, the, to make it happen. To make it happen. To make it happen. That's a tremendous opportunity to be a part of what's happening mm-hmm. with our city. Well, I guess the value, you've talked about that. You've talked about what it is, who can, you know, how to get started. Is there something that you could just kind of close this for us? It's a huge thing, a huge topic. But I am so pleased to know that that it's just something that is affecting people all the time. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, when I look at our city, our city, and I'm I'm in the city all the time, our city is full of people that love people. Uh, and I look at this as one of those bright lights where the city comes together and you say, you know what, we see this need and we're going to meet it. And we're going to do it well and with excellence. Uh, we're going to have the best dentists. We're going to have the best facilities. We're going to do whatever we can to make sure that this is a good experience for those individuals that we're trying to care for. When I see that happen, it gives me 
me hope. It gives me encouragement that uh, that God is doing something in Memphis. And I look at the opportunities that's taking place all over the city, and I'm saying, you know, God is marking Memphis for something great. What would it look like if Memphis became one city under one God and, and it spread all across our nation? Our vision at Bellevue is to be a catalyst for spiritual awakening in Memphis and beyond. What would it look like if that that spark of revival started in Memphis when you see believers coming together, the city coming together, an event like this, and then it's spreading all over? Perfect. I mean, that is that you couldn't have said that. That's clear. It's concise. I know that's your heart, mm. and I appreciate that. You've been listening, of course, to The Voice, KWAM 990 and FM 107.9. My guest, Dr. Ben Taylor, Bellevue Baptist Church, pastor of missions, and we talked about the mission of mercy, free dental care. Don't hesitate whatsoever. Give him a call, 347-2000. That's get to the church. They can tell you how to go online to sign mm. up if you'd like to be there. If you go to go, you got to get in line early. Mm. Also, my guest was Terry Hurt and Tony Johnson. Did we talk? If you'd like to talk to Terry, call her at 757-5757. We hope you've enjoyed today's program. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Thanks for listening. This is Talk Money. Talk Money is produced by Greg Ratliff. Guest and content coordination, Francis Fortner. Production assistant, Eleanor Moskovitz. Compliance officer, Tommy Armstrong. Mid-South History Moment, Rebecca Brazier and Drew Johnson. We'll see you next week on Talk Money. Jim Shoemaker and Terry Hurt are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Security and Financial Services, Inc. Securities dealer, member FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Bang, bang, bang.